The body is like a speaker of a radio. If you can't, don't have the speaker, you can't hear the music. So you need the body to interpret what is going on with the energy of someone else. And so I call it, you put your baby toe in the pool, the pool of life, right? And you're not owning it. You're just touching it gently so you can understand. And so when you're you're guided or you're feeling like, hmm, I'm attracted to the throat, what's going on here? And so you can see if it's condensed or expanded. And then if it's expanded, the person likes to communicate or talk. They might talk too much. If it's condensed, they're an introvert or they're afraid or fearful of their words of speaking to maybe um, the end result of hurting someone. And then I'll look at their heart to see if there's anything going on with there. Your inner voice has been drowned out by the noise around you, but you've always had a deep desire to make a difference. And now you're ready to step into your greatness and develop the identity you need to build towards your ultimate goal. Welcome to the Mindset Horizon Podcast. Making the world a better place by unleashing human potential will help you create your own reality by increasing your self-awareness, cultivating an unstoppable mindset, and finally finding the passion, purpose, and true self so that you can live the life you are always destined to live. Now, welcome your host, a lifelong learner and growth mindset savant, a former architect turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Tibor Notch. What is up, Mindset Nation? Welcome back to the Mindset Horizon podcast. I'm immensely grateful for each and every one of you who tuned into this podcast today, the Mindset Horizon podcast. And if you feel like you're getting value out of these conversations, I would highly encourage you to join the Mindset Nation Facebook group, a global community of Mindset Horizon, where I'm there every single day to support you, to answer your questions, either if it's connected to the podcast episode topics, or if it's connected to your goals and aspirations in life and business, I am there to support you for free every single day. On top of all that, I go live every Thursday in the Facebook group where I interview one of our community members. We talk about mindset, personal development, and entrepreneurship, but more importantly, I wanted to interview the members of the Mindset Nation community so that we can get to know each other even more. You can join the community at MindsetHorizon.com forward slash MindsetNation. Once again, MindsetHorizon.com forward slash MindsetNation. Or simply go to our website, MindsetHorizon.com. And in the main menu on the top of the site, you will find a button that says Mindset Nation. And there you can join the global community of like-minded listeners. I'm super excited to welcome you and connect with you in the Facebook group. And now let me introduce today's guest. So my guest today is Terry Christine, who is an internationally recognized intuitive energy healer, TV personality, radio and podcast featured expert, and author of The Secret Power of You, A Guide to Mastering Your Inner Greatness, which is endorsed by Don Miguel Ruz, author of the New York Times bestseller, The Four Agreements. For over a decade as a practicing intuitive energy healer, Terry has helped thousands like you access clarity, results, understanding, and a sense of peace and freedom. Terry helps her clients reconnect with the deeper forces and powers within themselves to create a fuller, more satisfying life. She helps pinpoint what you cannot easily see for yourself. Energy healing is an intervention that supports medical and mental health protocols. Terry's work is best seen as that intervention and supports existing medical and mental health protocols to boost positive and measurable outcomes for patients and clients whose goals are increased physically and emotionally for their health and well-being. In fact, Terry Christine's intervention is its own protocol for healing that supports or is an aid to existing medical and psychotherapy protocols or models. It is a new paradigm of healing. At the beginning of today's episode, we talk about Terry's personal story, transformational and entrepreneurial journey. She also gives business and mindset advice to aspiring impact entrepreneurs and personal development professionals. In the middle of the episode, we discuss what holds people back from stepping into their greatness, why they are stuck in certain areas of their lives, and what to do about it. Closer to the end, Terry explains how to clear subconscious limiting beliefs and blocks so that you can get rid of limitations and thrive. In the end, Terry recommends great books to the listeners. 
If you want to find out more about today's guest, then check out the free resources, book recommendations, and details show notes. Simply head over to our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. You can also use the search bar on our website where you can simply type in Terry Christine to find the episode's show notes page. And so Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's welcome today's guest. Hi, Terry, and welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. Well, hi, thank you. I'm so honored and grateful. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I am super excited. It's a really interesting topic that we are going to cover today. But first, I wanted to start with your story, and I'm curious about your journey. How did you get where you are today, and how did you decide that you want to do this work that you do today? Well, my journey started at the end of a 14-year relationship. And for some people who have been, I want to call this a loveless relationship, we had two children together. However, I constantly was doing things to show him how much I loved him and how much he can love me in return. I lived so far outside of myself that I did everything for him to please him, to make him happy, to show him that he is in a loving relationship with us, meaning our children, our two children and me. And the longer I stayed in the relationship, the more it became obvious that he struggled with trusting this love, trusting that he could love unconditionally. And the last year of that relationship, I found myself very angry, very resentful, uh, very lost, and very alone. And I cried every night for that last year, so much so that my eyes were swollen shut and I was telling everybody I had allergies. And I woke up three months before the end of that relationship. It was 3 a.m. I remember I looked over at the clock. He was laying there. I crawled out very gently. I didn't want to wake him. And I went right into the bathroom and I laid on the floor. And there is where I begged God to take me, to stop my heart. I was done. I had nothing else to live for. It was that deep for me. And within that, that pain, I felt emotionally and physically I felt that, you know, there's nothing else to even blink an eye over. I had two amazing children. I felt like I accomplished that, but then there was nothing else for me. And as I was projecting that feeling, I began to feel as if I was floating, that there were stars so close around me, I thought I could touch them. And there was this sense of dampness all around me. I could taste it. I could feel it. I knew I left my body and I knew I was in bliss. I honestly felt that that was it. I was done. And then all of a sudden I heard three words, love will come. It was so magnified, so vibrational. It was masculine, but if I could put my finger on it, I couldn't. It was all around me. And then I whooshed back in my body. I stood up and shook like I was a dog out of the bathtub and I got back in the bed. And then the next morning, everything changed. So being in that relationship, I did everything. He created this 1940s or yeah atmosphere where he'd walk in, what's for dinner? I had to have the dinner on the table. I did the cleaning and the cooking and crazy stuff that you don't imagine now. And I had this urge to go to the bookstore. And now here I was doing everything but taking care of the children and having a successful career of my own. And I would only read one book a year. And when I went to the bookstore, I came back with a shopping cart full of books and I was reading two and three a week. Yes, they were all resonating with me. And uh, if you're familiar with, you know, when you're really deep in a corporate world, a spiritual world sometimes doesn't collide. And I didn't really find myself in a spiritual atmosphere at all. I didn't even do yoga for that matter. And yes. And when I went to the bookstore, 
I gravitated toward the personal development and mindset. And I started pulling all of these books and I didn't know any of them, but today they're masters in their field and they were then. However, it was just an opening for me to supersize where I am today. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing your story with me and Mindset Nation. I really appreciate it. It's interesting because you've mentioned that you were called or you were gravitating towards those books. I was just wondering, obviously, you had different kinds of job before you started intuitive energy healing. Like, how did you transition? What did that process look like for you? Thank you for asking that question, uh, because it's rare that someone does. But someone in the corporate world could look at it as a strategic process. But inside of me, I just did what I felt guided me. So that inner guidance system of not questioning, I just did it. So I focused on my weaknesses when I decided as I moved into personal development. So what I did was I realized I don't know anything about meditation, but I had an experience where my grandfather passed away suddenly and I had an interaction with a medium and I thought, wow, she was so powerful and there, there's a long story behind it where I won't share right now because we don't have enough time. However, I felt that she had saved my sister's life by providing a message um, from the other side from my grandfather. And I wanted to save people's lives like that. And I was still in the corporate world. So another little incident happened after I had my spiritual epiphany. And so when I started going on the journey after I severed the ties from that relationship, I moved in the direction of being a medium, but I couldn't find one in the United States. And I was not feeling comfortable with working with someone outside of the United States, not knowing them personally. So I went on a journey and I started actually with the Silva Mind Method. And I, t- I know many people, but I, I found that I, with me, like I'll buy a book and I'll read what I feel is enough And I may not finish it, but that's good enough for me. And the same thing with courses. Sometimes I'll go into it and take a portion of it and it's what I need and I'm good. And so with the Silver Mind Method, it actually taught me how to place my mind in a deeper state, a deeper level, the theta state. And with that, I was able to get and receive answers and within those answers guided me into really how to hone in my gifts and talents talents excuse me through meditation and so once i learned that there were certain things that came on board with me that i said oh my gosh if i would have known this i would have gotten to a quicker space in meditation so as i went through that then i said oh my gosh then i was guided to certain other masters because i was an expert in my field in sales I wanted to work with higher level people that could get me to where I wanted to be quicker. To me, an investment works when you're resonating with a person, when they're providing results, and I needed to get where I wanted to be instead of just watching a bunch of YouTube videos and and reading some books. I wanted to dive, dive deeper. And then as I did that, then I used my pain to catapult me through various programs into its development. Then I learned to sell from stages, write a book, uh, NLP. I mean, all these things that could, that I use in my toolbox to help me help others besides what I've learned through intuitive development and using my intuition and, and so on and so forth. But that's, that's what I did is use the pain to catapult me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was thinking about all those aspiring entrepreneurs out there who want to do something similar, aspiring coaches or personal development professionals. So if you were to give mindset or business advice to those people, what would it be? Uh, Thank you. So, you know, I teach intuitive development. And when I chat with people, this is the answer that I give them. I, I, tell them exactly pretty much what I said when I worked through my spiritual journey is that we can, there's so many outlets out there from 
these podcasts that are very helpful, uh, books that are extremely helpful, YouTube videos. However, they only give you just enough to tease you or enough to give you a little bit of clarity. But to dive deeper within your soul, the limiting beliefs that you took on as a child, the what, you know, um, how to get through certain things and can't find it, giving you more clarity. You, you need to work with someone to dig deep into putting the pieces of your puzzle together. So for the ones that are out there, if you're just beginning, then yes, gravitate toward the podcasts, the videos, the books. But if you're to the point where you're plateaued and you really are stuck, quote unquote, because I get most of my clients coming to me saying, I'm stuck. In order to get past that, I'm the plunger. <laughs> so I can, I can help people see the things that are holding them because being that it's in the subconscious, usually the subconscious is triggered by an experience around you. And it can trigger the feeling, not necessarily the memory. And so for me, I dig deep. I have superpowers. I'm clairvoyant, clairaudient, and clairsentient. So it allows me to feel, hear, and see the stories within the subconscious state. And so when I close my eyes, I'll see a movie and I'll share it. The person doesn't have to give me, I'm not talk therapy, so I don't have to interact with a deeper talking, talking. I just say, give me your first name. Let me tell you your limiting belief and let's clear that. And so within that, if you are stuck and you're needing more clarity, move forward in working with an intuitive, a sound healer. I mean, there's so many modalities out there. If it resonates with you, step into it so that you can see and put your pieces of the puzzle and clear it within the subconscious so that you can have more peace, more abundance, more full, full, fulfilled life, the partner that you want, all of the things that we desire, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think you've mentioned a key word there, which is stuckness. And I wanted to dive a little bit deeper there, mainly because of those who don't know too much about how this process works, myself included, because what I always think about is that people want wholeness and happiness, and they might be struggling with something such as limiting beliefs or emotional blocks. So I'm just curious, what do these people who you work with struggle with the most? Where are they stuck in their lives? What have you experienced throughout your work? Yes. So various different forms of stuckness that come to me. So right off the top of my head, I uh, have people that are looking for a deeper connection into their relationship. They feel happy, but they feel like there's more to it and they can't find it. And then people that are struggling with abundance. So I've had many people, business owners that were losing their business, ready to file bankruptcy or close their business. And then I just clear the subconscious I have a good example. She turned into a client who I taught intuitive development. But when she came to me, she was weeks away from closing her business. And within two months after clearing the, the subconscious that she uh, hired 10 people and moved her business. And then in less than eight months, she got her first million dollar client. So yes, yeah, that one, that was awesome. And then she said, you know what? I'm really liking what you're doing and I really want to know how to do it. So I taught her what I do. And so when I work with entrepreneurs or people that own businesses that they sometimes can't see through their employees. And so I teach them how they can connect deeper into the people they're interviewing or bringing on into their business. Meaning here's a good example. So if you have somebody that you're hiring and they're a director of communications, but if you're looking at their energy and their ear chakras are condensed, meaning closed, they're not willing to hear what you have to say. So if they're a director of communications and they're not willing to hear what the owner has to say, then they have their own motivation or their own intent. So you don't want to hire that type of person. So I've taught her how to scan bodies, how to uh, check chakras out, which take um, a deeper look into a person's personality. And so there with her doing that, as I've taught her, 
She has the strongest team yet. And her company now to this day is a multi-million dollar company. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Can I read chakras? Can we learn that maybe in this conversation or is it a longer process? Well, it's it's pretty easy. However, it is a little bit of a process. I can give you a little idea of how it works. So when, when a person uh, can, th- there's two things. You can remote scan bodies to check environmental or physical blocks in the body, or you can step into energy. In the case where you're looking at chakras, uh, you could actually visualize a silhouette of a person standing in front of you. So visualize a silhouette of anybody and then look at the silhouette and say, Terry, Terry, that is Terry. And then with your eyes closed, because it's better so you don't get distracted with what's going on around me or around you. So start with the head and then just kind of go back and forth and go down. So you're starting at the head, going across the forehead, down the eyes, the cheeks, the chin. And as you're scanning, then what are you attracted to? Just trust. It doesn't matter. You can just say, huh, I'm stopping here at the eye. Huh, I'm stopping here at the ear. And as you stop, just take a note. Oh, I stopped here. I stopped here. And then as you write those down, then you go back and go, oh, I stopped at the ear. The ear, let me look at the ear. So a chakra is just a portal of energy. And there's seven major chakras, but there's hundreds of all over our body. And the ear chakra is not one of the major ones, but I focus on it for people to see if they're hearing and connected and hearing source. There's a certain place that I see because out of the over 13 years of practice, I could see where the ear chakra sits when a person is hearing source or hearing source energy. And uh, it, it sits about three feet outside of the body. And if you're looking at the ear chakra and if you could, or, and, or the ear, and it's, it's small, then it's telling you, or if it's moving or it's shaking or cracked, because when you're looking at it, you can see these things when you trust So when you're scanning the body and you're stopping at something, ask, what's there? What's going on? Why am I, what is, what am I feeling? So you're also using your body. The body is like a speaker of a radio. If you can't, don't know the speaker, you can't hear the music. So you need the body to interpret what is going on with the energy of someone else. And so I call it, you put your baby toe in the pool, the pool of life, right? And you're not owning it. You're just touching it gently so you can understand. And so when you're, you're guided or you're feeling like, Hmm, I'm attracted to the throat. What's going on here? And so you can see if it's condensed or expanded. And then if it's expanded, the person likes to communicate or talk. They might talk too much. If it's condensed, they're an introvert or they're afraid or fearful of their words of speaking to maybe um, the end result of hurting someone. And then I'll look at their heart to see if there's anything going on with there. But it, it really is a simple thing as I teach it and go through the process. And I, you know, and I have them work with somebody they know, we always get feedback and it's always accurate, always. Wow, that's really interesting. And I was just wondering if it's possible to scan me right now, just for the listeners as an experience. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, everything is remote work. Uh, so, okay, let's see what's going on here with you. Hold on for a second. So you you have quite a few dad blocks because everything I'm picking up is on your right side. So left side is feminine, right side is masculine. The first thing I picked up was it was on, it's like your throat, but behind, under your ear, but you're right, everything on the right side, under your ear. Um, and, but like, like if I could say, uh, the beginning of the throat where the ear connects right in that area. And then I picked up something on your shoulder, the right shoulder. Then I picked something on your hip. So let me, let me just briefly go over these things. Um, Everything that I'm picking up does not have to be environmental, meaning a physical pain or hurt. It's not like that. It can be an energetic block. So when over the years, shoulders are a perception of burden. Hips are support. 
So there's something where you, and it was on the edge of your shoulder. So this was where there was something further out in your young childhood. I'm picking up around uh, 13, 18. So uh, older teenager, uh, so 13, the beginning of a teenager, and something at 18 hit you really strong. I'm feeling it. And so um, there was a perception of burden that was later in your life because it's on the edge of the shoulder versus closer in. And then hip is support. So did you find that there was a lot of lack of support in when you needed your father the most? When do you mean exactly, just to answer your question properly? Uh, so when I say when you needed them the most, meaning those moments that you felt like you wanted to sit down and have a father talk or just to feel like he could put his arm around you when you needed him or when you were thinking of something that you needed a breakthrough with, did you find that there were moments that he was not there for you? Yes, I did. The answer is yes. Wow, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, so that, that, and then, you know, it can be deeper. It's, it's going to be longer than this show, but when I... When I, uh, when I scan people remotely and I pick up, I'll dig deeper, I'll close my eyes, I'll look at the movie so I'll know exactly what the story was, and then I'll clear it. So I'll do energy statements to clear it from the subconscious so that you can sever the tie or cut the cord from those feelings that you felt that your father was not supporting you or that the energy within that state so you're not triggered by another masculine energy that doesn't feel like it's supporting. Now, let me, for the listeners and for yourself, masculine energy does not have to always be in a masculine body. It can be a woman who's a CEO that runs her business uh, and she's a you know, stage presenter. She's written a book. She's you know, out there. She's, you know, and I have a tendency to fall into that masculine energy as well. And so um, when you could be triggered by a woman that can give you that feeling of not being supported by dad because of her masculine output. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And for the listeners, I just wanted to mention that we didn't rehearse anything. No rehearse. And actually, uh, this is the first time for everyone that we've actually spoken. Most of our communication has been, well, all of it has been emails. And so I'm, I'm really honored that you allowed me because. It, it does take some safety here to to do that, and because what I pick up, I know what to say and not to say. However, you know, sometimes you know, as a podcaster, you know, it, it's intimate. However, things can come out. Someone else also asked me to do that, and he had a lot of dad stuff, and I just threw it out there, and he said, "Wow, that was pretty incredible." But you know, and he was vulnerable and open to receive. But it can be very intimate and personal. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And thank you so much again for doing that on the podcast. And I wanted to get back to the topic, clearing subconscious. So for example, when someone is stuck, let's say an entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur, they might feel that they lack motivation or they don't earn the money that they want. What is it that holds these people back based on your experience? Yes, thank you. Because... This is clearly my whole motivation on my own limiting beliefs that I had. I do Facebook Lives weekly, and one that I just recently, I want to bring this one up, because this is completely about how a person can see without um, spending years and years, it, but it does take, if, if your guardian or caregiver is still alive, for some of them, they're not. However, I did a Facebook Live and I bring on my um, past and current intuitive development students because I want everyone to know and understand that this is a teachable process. And my dad comes on quite often, even though he's just listening, he just comes on. And so this particular one, which was just last week, he came on and I had my student who also is an intuitive energy healer. That's what she does as a career. And I said, out of the blue, it fell out of my mouth. Her name was Denise. I said, connect to my dad. Go ahead and give him a reading. And she said, what? I said, no piece here. Go ahead and do it. 
What is up, Mindset Nation? I hope you guys are enjoying today's episode, and we're gonna get back to this conversation very soon after thanking to our sponsors. I'm immensely grateful for each and every one of you who tuned into this podcast today, the Mindset Horizon podcast. And if you feel like you're getting value out of these conversations and want to learn more about mindset, entrepreneurship, or podcasting, or simply you want to hang out with other like-minded listeners, I would highly encourage you to join the Mindset Nation Facebook group, a global community of Mindset Horizon, where I'm there every single day to answer your questions, either if it's connected to the podcast episode topics, or if it's connected to your goals and aspirations in life and business, I am there to support you for free every single day. On top of all that, I go live every Thursday for at least 30 minutes so that we can get to know each other even more. I can answer your questions or teach you more about mindset, entrepreneurship, content marketing, branding, or podcasting. You can join the Mindset Nation community at mindsethorizon.com forward slash mindset nation. Once again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash mindset nation, or simply go to our website, mindsethorizon.com. And in the main menu on the top of the site, you will find a button that says mindset nation. And there you can join the global community of like-minded listeners. I'm super excited to welcome you and connect with you in the Facebook group. And until then, be limitless, my friend. As a mission and impact-driven entrepreneur, thought leader, visionary, and changemaker, have you ever thought of increasing your online visibility, building credibility, and scaling your impact and business by starting your own podcast? If you've answered this question with hell yeah, now this is your chance. According to Edison Research in the US, podcasting is one of the fastest growing medium. So if you're ready to start your own podcast, build credibility and scale your impact and business, I have good news for you. I provide one-on-one mentoring and group coaching programs where I teach how to start your own epic podcast from scratch, build credibility and scale your online presence and business. You can read more about these services at mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast mentoring. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast mentoring. On top of all that, I provide a 30-minute free discovery call where we can see if podcasting is something that can help you scale your brand and business. You can book a free discovery call with me at mindsethorizon.com forward slash free call. That's again, mindsethorizon.com forward slash free call. Or simply shoot me an email at tibor at mindsethorizon.com. That's T-I-B-O-R, tibor at mindsethorizon.com. So Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's get back to today's Mindset Transforming Conversation. My father has never sat down to tell me his childhood. Never. There were certain things I just put together. An example is when I was very young, my grandparents never really told me they loved me, but they showed me. They would play with me. They would give me the most precious fruit. I love fruit. You know, the peaches and the nectarine, they would do this. And my sister and I and brother would always run into the house every Sunday. We would hug them. They were giving us our fruit. And then my grandfather would play with us. He would throw us on the bed. My sister and I were so small, we would laugh and we were bouncing on the bed. My grandmother would scream, make the bed, Bill, which was my grandfather's name. And, but they never argued, never fought, but they never told us those words. I love you until they were really much, much older. And it was almost a form of them realizing there was something they left out. But I felt it. So when my dad was on there and Denise was sharing, she was saying, you have a lot of dad blocks or something going on. And she was going on and on and on about certain things. Then he started typing. I-M-E-E-O-E-M, he wrote. I said, oh my God, what does that mean? And then someone on there said, Terry, he's emotional. And then I went, oh my God. So because I wasn't connecting into my dad, there's a personal space there. So I don't just automatically connect into the world. I I respect people's boundaries energetically. So I wasn't connecting into his energy. I was letting Denise do that. And then he said, my father never told me, I love you. And I've always felt not good enough. I'm like, whoa, I didn't even know that. And I said, listen up, everyone. This was on a very personal live 
Facebook Live. And I said, this is exactly what a limiting belief and then the cycle of how another can pick it up because my dad also never told me I love you. But I, through my intuitive work and my spiritual work, I have forgiven him on a deeper level. And I know I am good enough. I know that what I provide is help. So I was able to clear it through. However, if you really, the story that I said at the beginning of the podcast about, you know, everything that I gave to my partner, that in that sense, I was also not feeling good enough. I kept giving and giving until I could receive back from him to feel good enough. And there was my demise. I was never going to get it because he was not also feeling good enough from his mother. So there was the vicious cycle and it took literally me to beg to die in order to clear that. Now, you don't have to go to that space. You don't have to have that emotional and physical pain because yes, that was physical pain I was having. No one has to go that deep to want to die in order to catapult to their happiness. You just have to be able to stop, to, to look at your childhood because there is where we start creating the limiting beliefs within our subconscious now, but it was in the conscious space that we chose certain things that we were believing. Because let's think about this. If you are a child and you're breathing every breath that you've never had this experience before, you've never swam in a pool and you swim for the first time, or you eat ice cream for the first time, these are things, I like ice cream, I really like chocolate, I really like to swim, I don't like to swim, I'm scared of swimming. And then you own those things. And then here you are as an adult and it's in your subconscious space. So, but then you can take it deeper. You could be a little kid drawing pictures and your mom is so busy as the caregiver for all of the siblings that she may not be paying full attention, but your soul is wanting more attention. So what happens is that you as a child, if you're not getting that attention, you step up and say, I'm going to do these things. I'm going to sing. I'm going to dance. Uh, I'm going to play and I'm going to work harder. I'm going to clean my room. I'm going to be a CEO or a lawyer or a doctor. And then you become that. But you find that you're totally exhausted because you're constantly trying to prove that you need to be seen and heard. But it's not out of ego. It simply is out of the limiting belief because mom wasn't attentive enough for your soul. So there is where we can really dive deep into seeing what we were perceiving as a child. And there are so many things when people come to me, within seconds, I'll pull up and then they'll start crying saying, I never saw that connection. And that happened. So that's why I tell people if you're, if you're stuck or if you're feeling that you need more clarity or, or you're attracting the same limiting beliefs or the same partners that, you know, frustrate you or you can't get move your business ahead or even your career ahead, then it's time to say, I need to dig deeper in my subconscious because that's what's holding me. I need to work with someone who can help me see the things that I can't see because I'm tired of being in that stuck mode. Wow. Yeah. And when they see it, that's kind of like the awareness part that they become aware. And I think awareness is always the first step towards transformation. I was wondering about this process. So we have done a scanning in this episode today. But when you work with someone, what does this process look like and how does it actually work? Mm -hmm. So when I work with person, the session can be between an hour and an hour and a half. And I, I do suggest having more than one session because I do everything in my power in one. However, you could have an interaction with your dad. And your dad could have been triggered by you using a hammer the wrong way because his dad didn't have patience with him. So you see how the cycle can continue. And and now you feel resistant to use any, any tools that unless you know what you're doing first and you won't show anybody until then. Okay. And so when I 
work with someone, the majority of my clients are remote. I have clients all over the world. I have a very strong following in Canada and Australia. Don't ask me why, but I, I do have a very strong following there. And um, when I work remotely, as I was just telling you how to remote scan and, and connect to and seeing your chakras, I'll do the same thing. I'll scan them really quick. And then I'll close my eyes and I'll say, what is the strongest limiting belief? Because of the longevity of the work I've been doing, I instantly figure out, is it mom or dad? There's five of them, mom, dad, God, someone else, or something else. So I'll ask very quickly and get it. Like with you, I got dad very quickly. And then I'll close my eyes and then I'll ask source energy, what is the strongest block? Give me more, show me, show me. And then I'll see a movie, but the movie doesn't have to be you and your dad. It can be two dogs or two fish. It could be anything like that. And then it'll show me if I see the fish swimming around in circles, it's telling me that you and dad were doing the same thing over and over again. And that's where there was this, you know, the limiting belief that was created, right? And so I just, you just give me your first name. That's all I need. It's an open door to step into your energy. And then, then I'll do, you know, I'll, you know, I'll ask to hear things. I'll hear certain words. I'll hear certain phrases and paragraphs, and then I'll share it. And then I'll simply say, is this resonating? And I just say that. So I know I'm going in the direction because I feel it. And so when a person says no, cause that can happen. I don't get torn up with the no, meaning I don't say, oh, I'm wrong. It simply means <laughs> that the person is not recollecting the story or that they it's so deep in their subconscious that they are not fully aware of what they chose to believe. So here's a perfect example. I met this couple over the weekend and I could see there were some problems. She reached out to me to share me some personal challenges between her and her fiance. And so then I started asking her questions. Is he um, questioning your weight? Because she had a baby two years ago. And I said, I feel, because I could hear the word weight, 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 W-E-I-G-H-T. And I said, is, is he questioning or is he starting to say a few things about that? She said, no, you know, he's, you know, we're, we've been in this lockdown and he, you know, is, is trying to focus and we're trying to work on our weight together. And I said, okay. Again, she said no. I didn't get torn up. I just went okay and I moved in another direction. So an hour later, I spoke to a friend of the fiance, the guy, and he confirmed what I said. He had said, oh yeah, I just talked to him the other day and he was challenged with her not being able to lose the weight from having the baby because prior to that, she was very fit and, and I'm like, oh my God. So shit. so I got the confirmation on the outside. However, the fiance wasn't sharing it with her, so she was not aware of it. Now, because I'm working in the intuitive, meaning the subconscious space, I was picking it up on his energy through her to find out why there was this interaction, meaning why was he pushing back on her? What was going on? She didn't know. And I picked up. So it didn't mean I was wrong. She just didn't know. I was right. Wow, that's really interesting. Thank you so much for sharing. As we are coming to the end of this episode, I wanted to ask you about one practice that can help people cultivate a positive mindset. In one of your conversations, I've heard you talk about a visualization technique. So what are some of the best practices you would recommend to cultivate a positive mindset? There are quite a few things. I, I call it putting their pieces of your puzzle together. You're this never, ever, or never ending, the ebb and flow of a, a thousand piece puzzle. And so when you're living in gratitude, I find so many people go focus on what they don't want and focus on um, the negative versus focusing on what they do want and the positive, because it's just told that, oh, it's easier for you to tell me what you don't like and everything around that I'll get. 
But if you really tell me what you do like, I'll focus on that and get it done quickly. <laughs> and so when you're focusing on something you want, then look at it as a magnet that brings it to you, the energy force behind what you want when that's all you think. But there's a fine line between lack and creation. So if you're constantly thinking, I want more money, I want more money, you're only focusing on what you don't have, which creates more lack. So you have to be that, that juggler with energy, right? So when I wake up, the first thing I, you know, because sometimes I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm tired. But I had to make sure because when you say I am, you're owning it. Like when you say I am a podcaster, you are. That's it. No one can push you away from that because you own that, right? Because, yeah, Wayne Dyer has taught us all about that, the I am statements. And so, but it's so true. It's rock solid. So when you wake up, if you're tired, say I am fully rested. I am rested. I'm alert. I'm alive. I am fully grateful. And I am awake. <laughs> and by the time, by the time I get to the shower, I'm jumping off. I feel like I've had a cup of coffee and I don't even drink coffee. <laughs> so, and it's just like that. It's like your instantaneous rise and shine. And so it's the gratitude. It's the I am statements and then seeing. So I'm a master manifester. The three stages of manifesting are thinking, feeling, and taking guided action. The guided action seems to be where people get lost. So the secret had it, see, yeah, the secret had it, you see it and you feel it, but you have to take guided action on it because it's like when you're meditating and if you get your answer, people start pushing it away going, no, no, I had to clear my mind. I'm meditating. But no, wait a minute. You're getting the answer, so receive it. <laughs> and it's the same thing when you're manifesting. So think it, feel it, take guided action. And so when people say, well, if I take the action and it doesn't work out, well, hold on, everything works out. Meaning that if it doesn't work out, that's right, trust. So when you think it doesn't work out, meaning you put your end result in a box. So you have to be free to receive how it comes at you. So if it doesn't turn out the way that you really want it, Meaning, you know, oh, I want a million dollars in the bank, but do you have a million dollars of energy within your soul, right? And so when you're manifesting and you're taking guided action, trusting, and when it comes back at you, you can stop and say, oh, did I need to set more boundaries? Did I see myself as being valuable? Did I trust enough to allow it to, and set the end result free? So it really truly is a combination of quite a few things. but. When you're living in the space of trust, trusting who you are, meaning trusting your feelings, trusting that you can take and make these decisions, not rash ones or harsh ones, but does it feel? So feeling, how does it feel to you? If you have a little shakiness to it, then the trust is don't do it. Give yourself the space of maybe so it leans you into the yes or to the no. Wow. I absolutely love that. So think feel, guided action, and then trust, big emphasis on trust. I was just wondering if you have any books in mind that you would recommend to the listeners. Yes, the number one book you should read is The Secret Power of You. <laughs> That's my book. <laughs> no, it's, I, I joke with that because when people ask, but yes, um, my book is because I teach intuitive development. There are simple yet profound techniques in there to help you see your limiting beliefs and help you shift them from your subconscious. So yes, there are some, some easy yet profound techniques. So it is found on Amazon and on my website, but there are several others that I personally read that I got a lot out of. Um, I, because when I supersized into, remember at the beginning of my story, I went to the bookstore and all of a sudden, boom, I went to the personal development and they so helped me. But one, uh, all of the Esther and Jerry Hicks, they're all um, ask and it and it is given. That's a huge one with Esther and Jerry Hicks, uh, Wayne Dyer. All of his books are amazing. And I'm going to add Brandon Bouchard. So Brandon started on the corporate side and then he followed Tony Robbins. He is amazing. But when he followed Tony Robbins, he was gravitating and pulling out the spiritual world and the corporate world in one. And so when you follow him, he has a lot of masculine followers, a lot of men, as Tony does, because he 
he moves as Tony does within the corporate of setting your goals and you're, and you're doing it that way. Where if you get into Tony, when he sits and speaks to Oprah, it's spiritual. So there is a spiritual side to Tony as well as Brandon and motivation manifesto was amazing. I have bought that book so many times to give to people that are corporate to open up some of their spiritual side. So yes, those, those are some really good books. Awesome. We haven't talked about your book today, but maybe in another episode. And before I ask my last question, please just tell the listeners what's the best way to get in touch with you. And if you have anything that you want to give away for free, you can also mention that. Oh, awesome. Thank you. So I have a website. Uh, my whole brand is my name. So it's Terry Christine, T-E-R-R-I-E, Christine.com. So my website uh, from there, you will actually be able to download a free 15-minute guided meditation. It's called Dream. And within that, it takes you to the theta level. And with it has a theta sound in the background. So it clears and allows you to connect deeper to get the answers from within. It's only a 15-minute guided meditation, and it's free. And then I have YouTube videos that help you uh, some of the things you may be dealing with now. So I have a YouTube channel. I'm found on Instagram, Facebook, where I do my Facebook lives weekly. Uh, on Insta yeah, Instagram, and then I'm on, um, oh my gosh, what's the LinkedIn. <laughs> oh my God, they're all over the place. So I'm in all of that and more. So grab the Theta stream on my website. Wow, that's great. And the links are going to be in the show notes and as always available on our website, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. And my last question is, what is your mission and what is your future vision? Oh, wow. So, you know, <laughs> from when from being on that bathroom floor, I've always said I did not have me back then, which was so true. I was living so far outside of myself. So my mission has been that you can go through that pain once, but you do not have to go through it twice. And so I help people gain the clarity that they're so, so needing and getting them out of the stuck and attracting the things that they want and seeing that life is fun and it is for them, not against them. And so there I find myself digging deeper into helping people on a subconscious and conscious level. I have many people also, we never really dug into this one, but I do hands-on healing where people will come to me with physical pain and they'll walk away without the pain because the pain is actually uh, an emotional block stuck that it's just been triggered into something um, physical so that I just shift it from the body and then I can see within the body, I can connect to what that uh, limiting belief is and then voila, they walk away with no pain in their hip, the body, their back, uh, and then, then, then we move them forward. So, but that there is where I truly feel like you know, there's I, there's not enough time for me to get my hands on everybody or to talk to everybody before my own last breath because I really do want to help in a profound way. That's pretty powerful. Thank you so much for sharing this with us, and thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a huge pleasure. Thank you for having me. Again, I'm very honored and grateful and I look forward to talking to everyone soon. So reach out if I'm resonating with you. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Mindset Horizon podcast. For more information and resources based on today's discussion, be sure to head to our website, MindsetHorizon.com, where you'll also have the ability to join the Mindset Nation community for more insight and empowerment to help you reach your full potential. That's all available exclusively on MindsetHorizon.com.